Thank you for tuning in to The Truth With Trinity, and I am your host, Trinity, and if this is your first time tuning into the podcast, I'd like to send you a warm welcome. Here I talk about issues that happen within the Black community, hopefully for some resolution, or at least some food for thought to go about your daily way. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce this episode's topic, which is, why do we as Black people serve other races of people, but not our own? Okay, um, I wanted to first off by making a small disclaimer. This does not apply to every black person or a white person. You know, there's different uh, ways of life and scenarios. Okay, so now that I've made that, um, I wanted to first uh, start off by saying that when we all take a glance at the history and current conditions of American black people, especially those that are descendants of slavery, okay, many often or may often critique black people and ostracize black people, okay? But no one understands the black man and woman like another black person, okay? So everyone's got their two cents on on why black people are the way they are and, and stuff like that, right? But no one can really understand us as black people but another black person, okay? Um, I once heard someone tell me that it was only a mere dream, that black people could live independently in their own land, okay? So, um, you know, I I take it this was a black person because this was online. And, you know, I'm like, hey, you know, if things don't work out here in America, uh, you know, maybe we can, you know, get our own land. And they were saying, they were basically saying that's like a dream. It's impossible, okay? And although I disagree, okay? So I disagree that we can't be, uh, you know, gain our independence as blacks and, and, and maybe perhaps one day, you know, have our own land. So I'm disagreeing with the fact that it's impossible, okay? I disagree simply because the average American black person and black people as a whole are more than 1,000 years behind, okay? So um, I don't really think it's impossible. I just think that, you know, we're behind as black people, as a black nation with technology, Okay, because part of this brother's argument is that, hey, we don't have the guns, we don't have satellites, you know, uh, to be able to defend, you know, our own nuclear warhead, the whole bit, what everybody else has to be able to protect their land, okay? Um, and, and And I say a thousand years behind us as black people because when, you know, especially Europeans and other races of people were back in the frontier stages of development, you know, uh, you know, farming and, you know, before all this cellular stuff, you know, back in the 16, 1700s, you know, we were basically, you know, enslaved. So by the time we were free, you know, we were already behind anyway. And then it seemed like we're kind of going behind, um, even in 2021. Okay. Um, especially with our mentality. Okay. So technology and civilization is where black people lack. Okay. So we lack, like I said, technology, the education, um, and things of that nature, like where we spend a lot of our time at, um, we think that we're coming up with ideas on our own, but the things that we come up with as black people, entertainment and, and all these type of different, uh, revenues that black people are in is basically, uh, to benefit other races of people and to basically be entertainers, uh, for other people, not something that's going to necessarily benefit us as black people. Uh, the black man and woman must reconnect the educational, spiritual, and physical parts of themselves together again, okay? 
Um, I want to first start off by talking about a little history when we're talking about, you know, why do black people, why are we so quick to serve or, or give someone good customer service um, when it's not our people? And then when it comes to us, we'll do a, a, a slack, a half job or an attitudinal type of a disposition when we're coming across around people. And I want to talk a little bit about history first, okay? And as you well know, if you've listened to any of my other episodes, I'm an avid believer in, in discussing history because if you don't know where you're from, you know, you don't know where you're going and you're bound also to make the same mistakes over and over again, okay? So let me start off with the very last time blacks thought independently was the last time they were actually free and without European interference. And when I say European interference, French, English interference. So, you know, however it came to be that um, we're in the condition that we're in in 2022, um, you know, our last time when we were free, our ancestors were free, was the last time that we were able to think on our own and I think have some type of a brotherhood, a sisterhood, even if not all of us, you know, perfectly got along, but something close to that you know, something better better than what we have now, okay? As since that time, blacks were reprimanded, mentally brainwashed, and tortured into thinking separately from their own black people, okay? Not to trust anyone other than slave owners, okay? So, you know, we've been, you know, conditioned and manufactured mentally, spiritually torn apart, physically, on all layers of the chakras. We've been, um, what's the word, separated um, from from being whole, okay, um, and not to trust anyone other than the slave owners, okay, and yet slightly rewarded, perhaps, above other slaves at times to report any fellow slave escapee attempts, any slaves doing anything that was against their owner's rules of the plantation. So, on one aspect, you know, we were manufactured into this you know, think separately, don't think together, no unity, and then being rewarded, um, part of the brainwashing, you know, um, to do, to tell and report anything that looked suspicious that Massa wouldn't like. Okay, so this is not what's good for you as yourself as a black person or your black people. This is about reporting anything that would, they would consider suspicious or a threat. And how much of this um, type of mentality is embedded in a lot of us as American black people to this very day. And currently, we often complain amongst ourselves as black people, okay? We often complain that we are unable to trust or do business with our own. You know, we're always talking about, or you always hear a story about, um, you know, black people not being able to put their money together in a community because someone might run away with the money or rob the money or, you know, something may go wrong um, by doing business with your own, okay, people. Our neighborhoods are the most ran down or dangerous. You know, you, you're all, we're always hearing about that. Um, I, I'm, I'm sure I'm not the only one that has heard like, hey, things are bad in our neighborhoods. You know, we're quick to vocalize this uh, publicly on TV and radio shows, but we're not, but excuse me, but we're not looking at why they are dangerous. Okay. Like, what are we doing as black people? Um, you know, are we still in this victim mentality where we're projecting, hey, our neighborhoods are dangerous, but it's our own black men and women and children that make our own neighborhoods um, safe and will will we have the common sense to not crap 
and not uh, defecate where you lay your head at, your neighborhoods, where your children go to school at. Why sell drugs? Why do those things and make it a, a dangerous environment, even if they're not the newest homes, even if it's not the newest stores? You know, for, in order for black people to manifest beautifully on the outside, you know, newer stores, better schools, better looking uh, type of things, it starts intrinsically. You know, we have to want to treat the atmosphere that we live in kindly. So that's not causing drama where we live at. And that's not making it to where we're used to hearing gunshots and things of that nature. And then what manifests itself on the inside can manifest itself on the outside. And then we can live in better places and take care of what we have when it is newly rebuilt. Our children also... Um, lack the education and the level of education okay so we're talking about these things as black people we often complain about black relationships men are complaining about black women black women are complaining about black men black men are saying that they can't trust each other so that that right there is the the foundation of why there's a lack of black men unity black male leadership and that's why black women um, a lot of them don't have any desire to follow a black man because black men can't even follow um, each other and lead in the direction that women need to go in. You know, if black men lack the direction of where to go, I mean, why common sense? How would black women and children have that have a direction to go into? OK, and last but not least, we as black people complain when other races of people smile give discounts to, let slide, break a few rules, or give more attention to their own race of people. You know, we as black people are notorious um, for saying that, you know, oh, we know why they got off, right? Or we know why, um, you know, they didn't get a jail sentence, or we know why they got the job because they're white, right? And the thing is, it's not about discouraging anyone from um, you know, being nice to other races of people. There's nothing wrong with, with showing kindness and fairness, okay, to other people, okay? But as black people, what we don't realize is that the very fact that we continue to ask that question, the question that I just read, you know, about why do, why do uh, black people complain about, you know, um, you know, other races of people giving more attention to their own, okay? So it's because we keep asking that very question is asked to the very same reason why we stay behind, okay? When will black people remove the mental shackles from off their own minds instead of waiting for someone else to remove them for you? And I think that's the crux of, of our problem um, as black people in America. Um, you know, we... There's nothing wrong with us fighting for our civil rights. You know, we know there's a widespread, you know, thousand year old, 500, 800 year old problem, you know, since, you know, white people and black people have been in this country about unequal rights and unequal treatment and this quote unquote fantasy um, of white privilege and black inferiority. So there's nothing wrong with fighting for being treated fair. Okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Okay. But. Are we as black people at the same time using it as a crutch, thinking that everyone should think like we do? We're the only race of people that put everyone else first before our own. Do we think that other races of people, Asians, Koreans, Arabians, 
Caucasians are going to do the same, you know, and, and it's because of this why we stay in the condition that we are in as a whole, okay? And although I do believe in treating people kind and fair regardless of creed or race, okay? So I've said that before. Black people must stop serving others more than themselves. Then become upset when the same isn't reciprocated from other races. And like I said before, it's okay for us to fight for, you know, better education and things need to be fair and equal. You know, that's a never-ending fight um, that we should continue to fight. But there needs to be a boundary point that we know as black people that we can't expect for anyone else, regardless of what race, to treat their to treat us better than they treat their own. And when are we, furthermore, as black people, going to wake up and smell the coffee to understand, yeah, I could be nice to this person or that person, but what about stopping fully at a stop sign if I see a black older woman or a black man or a black child? Our lives are precious. Stop fully at a stoplight. You know, give good customer service when our people walk through. How about instead of black men always talking about their differences, try to come together so that they can create something for their women and children in their neighborhoods. You know, these things, you know, when are we going to value ourselves, you know, to treat ourselves kindly? You know, if you're a nurse or you're a healthcare professional, you know, um, why don't you treat your own people good? You know, and that's not to say to, um, you know, treat anybody else differently. But what I'm saying is when it comes to black people, you know, and, and us being so used to giving some, some other people, some, excuse me, other people something that we're not giving ourselves basically okay which therefore keeps black people in a endless victim mentality simply because okay a blacks continue to ask permission to be mentally free okay if we're like i said if we're thinking someone else is going to come and give us this this green light you know we're going to be waiting forever um also b instead of expecting other races to betray their own like blacks are known for doing to themselves, for black people to turn inwardly and start to care for their own. That's what we need to start doing. As black people, okay, we live in a society where black unity, clubs, stores, schools, or gatherings are often looked upon as highly suspicious and are highly discouraged, okay? Um, also... Um, I'd like to go over how black unity is discouraged and why it is, okay? Number one, um, black stores and businesses are highly surveillanced and controlled by European-owned banks, okay? So if you do something out of the line, you're supporting something they don't want you to support, A, your loan gets cut off. So this is part of the, uh, the control um, in this country um, over, you know, black businesses, which dis can discourage at times black people from wanting to do or donate um, to other black people, you know, out of fear that they may lose something that's connected to European rule um, in America. Uh, number two, blacks are often fired, found suspicious, or called racist if they attempt to take up for or, or try to speak in groups um, amongst themselves, okay? So if they try to take up for their, uh, someone that's black, um, even if they know that they're right, and try to support them or there's a bad situation that involves a black and a white person you know this is a good way for you to get fired so a lot of times black people have turned their backs um, on their own people out of fear of losing their income you know uh you know their stability and everything so this is a part of you know discouraging 
uh, blacks to, you know, uh, unite and, and, and a system that subconsciously encourages black people to, to speak up, um, you know, discourages us from speaking up or, you know, to that, you know, magnitude. Uh, meanwhile, white people are free to exclude, not include, or give whatever lenient treatment they are, they see fit to someone who belongs to their own, own race of people. So, you know, no one ever bats an eye or thinks twice when, you know, there's an all-white movie, uh, all-white party, you know, all only white people present, okay? So this is not called being racist. This is called the privilege of, you know, uh, Anglo-Saxon superiority. But if black people do it, you know, they, they there's, you know, just all-black audience or this or that, it's going to be highlighted, okay? Um, once again, yet black people are often highlighted or black-balled for attempting the same actions, okay? So this is this, uh, I think this white privilege part of the perks of it without them actually saying it nowadays. Um, number three, blacks are made to feel guilty for being proud of their history. The true history that may very well differ vastly from a European history book point of view, okay? The points I just mentioned, plus many more, are part of the hurdles we must continue to, to jump over as black people. And once we learn how to serve and be kind to ourselves, first and foremost, as black people, then we can begin a new foundation and legacy that will supersede past the shadows of slavery. That concludes this segment. It's been a pleasure and an honor to be on air with each and every one of you. I thank you for taking your time to listen. You could have been at anywhere, but you chose to tune in to The Truth with Trinity. I want to thank all my old A1 Day 1 subscribers, any new subscribers. And if this is your first time listening, I hope you enjoyed. If you would like, you can hit the subscribe, notification, and share button. Also, if you have any questions or suggestions or you'd like to give a financial contribution, you can at thetruthwithtrinity.com. You can listen to my podcast on YouTube, Spotify, and Anchor. And always remember, if you can't tell the truth with anyone else, you can with Trinity. Till next time, take care.